you guys. Garth, with random satisfaction, do you remember in the last episode when I told you that I was going to have maybe, maybe not a very special guest this week? I was going to have somebody on the show. I didn't know. I was still putting it together. I had no idea. But do you remember when I said that? I got nobody yet. Ah, but I'm working on it. I can hear him. I can hear him coming. I can hear the little pitter-patter of reindeer hooves. I thought I was going to have like 50, 60, 1,000, probably a million, probably the most famous people beating down my door to get on this show. Uh, but um, ah, they think they're busy. They're, they probably haven't checked their emails. Ryan Reynolds is probably super swamped right now. He's got a lot of shit going on. Deadpool, two, uh, three. Which one are we on? There's a lot of them. And I think that he's busy. Um, I don't know about... I don't know about uh, Hugh Jackman, who may be busy too. I don't know. There's a bunch of them and they're coming. It's just, you guys got to be patient. But for right now, uh, we are going to start a new segment on this show. Everything's new. Fuck, it's brand new, guys. Everything's new. This is episode number two. This is going to be very new. This segment is called Welcome to the ER. Why is that up your ass? Today on Random Satisfaction. So we're going to get started with a couple of stories, you guys. Uh, a couple of highly embarrassing, um, downright shameful stories uh, about uh, different people that have uh, had some pretty good ER visits, have gone in and, and kind of made some stories happen, man. Um, let's get started with a, 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 a kind of a, a random one. Okay, kind of a kind of a weird one. So... Uh, we're going to make up the names, right? We're going to have to make up the names because there's nobody that goes into the ER and tells anybody that's not supposed to be authorized why they're in the ER because something happened to them. So starting off with I'm a, eh, Greg, 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 Greg and Betty Jean. They were having a nice dinner. Imagine just this beautiful French restaurant, French Applebee's, whatever. And They've already ordered their food and they're kind of winding down with a little bit of Chardonnay and they're looking over at each other. And Greg looks over at this beautiful woman in front of him and he sees the just the glimmer off her hair from the candlelight. He sees her wonderful smile as she looks up from her, her plate and just kind of gives him a little wink. It looks just like a wink. Waiter comes over and Ask Greg, would you like for me to top off your Chardonnay? And Greg goes, yes, because I think it's going to be a magical night. Just then, this beautiful woman looks over at Greg. I forgot her name, so we're going to call her Betty. Unless that was her name prior. Then now she's definitely Betty. It's secure. She looks over at Greg and she gives him a little smile. And Greg knows exactly what that means. They can't get the check fast enough. It is time for Greg and Betty to go back to their humble abode romantically take off each other's clothes and stick that red-headed garden gnome up Greg's ass. All right, so back in 1998 in Cedar Rapids, there was a gentleman, again, we think his name is Greg, that uh, was admitted to the ER with his loving wife or girlfriend. And uh, something broke off in him. You guys, something uh, something that's not supposed to go in a butt. Something that's supposed to go in a yard. Um, 
a, a cute yard, you know, something where, where it's supposed to be adorable and people are supposed to look at it and go, oh my gosh, look at that. It, says, it looks like a little person. It's not a little person. Um, somebody decided to take that into their house at I, Greg and Betty and um, you guys, they, they put up his ass. Uh, she may have done it. I mean, that's a hard thing. That's cumbersome, you know, um, a garden gnome. I've seen the small ones, you know, the itty bitty one. I'm hoping it was itty bitty one. God, I can't, I can't even fucking imagine. I mean, he was with a partner. It's not like he was just doing this in the corner and she was just standing there mortified. Obviously, she was a part of it. So she ends up doing that and... Um, they got it out you guys he's uh he's doing good not i mean the garden gnome is back where where he belongs uh they washed him down real good and he is protecting the yard once again a little traumatized a little, little fucked up you know but it's you know it's the life of garden gnome you gotta stay still until somebody you know somebody puts you back in the yard so you can tell everybody about what it's like inside of an ass all right so greg and betty uh we we hope the best for you um back from 1998 it may be dead i don't know i don't know what they what kind of paint they put on fucking garden gnomes <laughs> back in 1998 but i mean shit that could have anyway moving on all right we've got another story okay this is kind of a a, a second-hand account from a friend we actually have some quotations on this one something that we can listen to so a friend says one of my friend works in the er he said that a girl comes in every once in a while with different things stuck in her vagina, such as dildos, cucumbers, yeah, that whole bit. Um, everybody, everybody gets that stuck in their vagina. You know, occasionally I don't have a vagina, but if I had one, I'd fucking see I'd be all over cucumbers and um I'm sure dildos. I mean, I I'm getting that podcast money, you guys. I'm buying dildos. Uh, if I get a vagina. But a butternut squash was found. He said that it was about a foot long, close to 12 centimeters in diameter and weighed 2.5 pounds. That's not even a baby size. Women make babies. That's like, that's not so bad, I guess. I mean, apparently if you stick something up there and fill it, it creates a vacuum, right? Um, and then when you try and pull it out, it just goes, nope, I want this fucking squash in me. This is like the best thing ever. Please leave this thing in me. That's terrible. That's fucking awful. <laughs> Can't imagine. Did they, I mean, did they throw it out? I mean, I'm not sure anybody would eat it, but I mean, shit. That, I mean, that can't be salvaged or something. I've seen some pretty good recipes on like, you know, fucking tasty and stuff like that. And man, they make, they make, they hollow that shit out and they put a bunch of stuff in it and they make like dips and, you know, soups and all kinds of that stuff. Squash soup out of an ass. Uh, I'm sorry, not an ass, a vagina squash. I mean, fuck, could be could be big in France. I don't know. I don't know. Napoleon's probably eating the shit out of it right now while he listens to my fucking podcast and just gets matter and matter and matter. And he's like, I am not so small as you say. It's like, I don't know. It's fine. Anyway, moving on to the next thing. This one is entitled an air freshener where it's not supposed to go. Right. So this is another story, a secondhand account. A wife says, wife working in trauma, level one hospital. Guy comes in with abdominal pain. Says that he was at a party, hasn't been able to shit for two days. Scan shows a full size Glade air freshener, not a sponsor, can insert it up his ass. No idea how it got there. Kicker is it was inserted bottom first. So concave side in, full suction. 
So the guy was probably making jokes and stuff. And he was like, I'm a fucking rocket ship. And then he just pressed the button while it was up his ass. And then he'd fly away, fly all the way to the hospital because you can't keep that stuff in your butt. You cannot. There's a lot of things you can't keep in your butt. Even shit you can't keep in your butt for too long. Uh, and this guy hadn't been able to shit for two days. You know, I would probably figure that out. You, know, you sit on the crapper and, and you're just overwhelmed with the scent of fucking Glade. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Anyway, well, that's fucking terrible. Okay. Um, I'm going to impart some fears on you guys. Shit that, it, man, there's some scary stuff out there. Uh, and, and everybody's afraid of something nowadays. There's always that we even went over it, phobias in our first episode. Um, everybody, I'm afraid of ducks, right? Uh, Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of eggs. As uh, you guys heard a thousand fucking times, Napoleon, uh, who's eating, you know, soup out of a butternut squash right now, as uh, he's, he's afraid of catch, uh, cats, not catch. Maybe he's afraid of catch too, but cats for sure. Um, he's afraid of those things. So all these phobias, but now I got a new one, a new one. Evidently, um, men. Okay, we've already talked about, you know, women being afraid of, uh, of getting things stuck up their, their cooter. Uh, men can evidently uh, pee out their, their dick uh, and um, uh, poop out their dick, rather. Peeing out their dick, not that scary. Poop out the dick. That is not supposed to go there. All right. So, secondhand account. My friend who is definitely a doctor told me he had a patient. The name is obviously not in there. Who was in serious pain? He was, or she, was pooping out of her penis and was immediately put into the ER. We don't use, there's no, there's no he, she on this. We're non-binary, male, female, whatever. We don't care. I don't really care about that. Honestly, I don't even know why I'm saying that shit. He was pooping out of his dick. Sorry. And he was immediately put into the ER after hours and hours of intense surgery he was pronounced cured. No more poo-poo in the pee-pee. No more. He had no more poo-poo in his pee-pee. He got some antibiotics. Uh, he turned out fine. Um, they were still pretty good friends to this day. You know, even though um, he's like on a website right now. Um, basically just saying, you know, spreading out business. You can't really do that. Is that, isn't it against the Hippocratic Oath? Like you're not supposed to be able to go in and be like, Hey, yeah, it was a tough, uh, tough work. It's not even like a boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, anything like that. Like he, the dude goes home, uh, and he's like, I gotta call fucking Jimmy right now. This guy was pooping at his dick. He's going to laugh his ass off. He's into shit like that. And you know, just calls him up and he's like, man, you, you're not going to believe this, you know? But anyway, that's, 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 disgusting that's fucking gross um man i wonder i wonder uh how many admittances i mean obviously like we're, we're, we're kind of looking some stuff up and you know we did some research on this not very good research we suck at research we kind of do shit on the fly but there's a lot of people out there um probably most of them everybody's got a butthole how many it was the seven and a half billion people on the planet and i'm pretty sure seven point four Four billion people have tried to put something in their butt, probably, but they're all pretty educated and they don't, you know, go too far. Um, they don't, you know, kind of make it nuts. They're not sticking, you know, fucking jars up their ass or something like that. Um, 
but they are uh, putting things in their butt. And when they put things in their butt, obviously they they it's got to come out. You can't just fucking have it in there. And because the, these people don't know actual physics and dynamics of things like that, air pressures and whatnot, they don't understand that whenever you put something in there, uh, it does a little bit of dis displacement, right? And it just kind of pushes pushes that air pressure out, creates a little bit of a vacuum. So be careful. Uh, be careful what you put in your butt uh, or your vagina. Um, because if you do that, it'll make you poop out your dick. Not poop off your dick. Poop their poop out the dick anyway this is gone too fucking far all right next story next story this one's pretty fucked up okay and this is this is something that is a fear of every single man on the planet and i do not care what man you are unless you're a man who's a 100 celibate um or has never had sex but that it doesn't really matter because it can still happen all right there's a story okay of a gentleman we know it's a gentleman because this is entitled penile fracture or dick break if you want to be medical about it um it's a real thing usually occurs uh during girl on top or doggy style position guy gets a little overzealous starts ramming that shit home as hard as he can feels like king kong thing slips out runs into a pelvic bone or something like that and you're fucking around corners for the rest of your life or as long as it takes to heal a broken dick i i, I didn't I mean, it's not so much a fracture. Um, it's more of a rupture um, in the tunic surrounding the, uh, you know, erectile bodies. It, it's something that's just kind of, it's it's something you have to get surgery on. You can't just be like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this curve. Um, I'm hitting I'm hitting all the right spots. My lady is 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 into it or whatever. Um, you gotta go in and they gotta be like hey let's let's put this thing back together we can rebuild him we can make him stronger maybe they could add three or four or fucking seven inches to small dicks speaking for a friend two friends lots uh, there's so many that's there's a lot of friends little dicks poor guys they don't know what it's like they don't know what it's like getting fucking tired every time you get a boner i don't fuck it either <laughs> anyway moving on so next story all right this one is entitled uh and i think i'll let you i'll let you kind of guess on this uh trimming the hedges yeah yeah so a guy in his 20s um he comes in with just cuts lacerations all over his upper thighs in front of groin um he doesn't want to give up exactly what happened immediately he doesn't really want to want to say anything um but after you know a little bit of prompting he lets everybody know not everybody fuck that i'm letting everybody know um he, he lets his doctor know uh or the nurse that was there um well i was kind of doing the lawn um you know why get another cutting tool when i've got one right here to kind of you know trim what i got so he lifts the mower up and uh he uses it he predictably drops it on his privates and I don't know why I'm, I'm saying privates like I'm afraid to say dick. He did that. Dick balls, all that are. This is an explicit show. If you're a kid, you shouldn't be listening to this. It's fucking terrible anyway. Or if I mean, you know, if somebody hears this and they decide, hey, you know, I'm not going to do this, then hey, that's a life saved, you guys. Or a dick saved. Vagina saved. I don't know. Did you know Napoleon only eats pussy squashes? Yeah, that's it. That's all he eats now. I, I, you know, I haven't looked it up, but I got a hunch that that's all he eats. Anyway, so a few hours pass, uh, maybe six or so. Uh, 
patient comes into a theater with exactly the same injury, right? Like there is a serial dick cutting lawnmower out there. That's just tricking people into doing stupid shit. And it is just going fucking ham on your genitals. So be careful out there. You guys, there's fuck, there's so many, so many scary lawnmowers out there that are just, a, you know, they cut grass. They could be loyal. I've had the same lawnmower for eight fucking years. It's probably time for a new lawnmower. Um, but I think that that thing's been eyeing my junk since I got it. I just haven't, you know, gotten up the courage to try and trim the hedges um, with a lawnmower. And then, you know, it's like, ha, I got him. And then, you know, just whack no dick. Anyway. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. There was a, there was another guy. He was, uh, he was trimming his hedges with a lawnmower. Same thing. Same shit. Seemed like a fantasy. He saw the other guy and said, fucking that's smart. Why am, why am I, look at me going inside to get a hedge trimmer that I already have bought and paid for. Why don't I just pick up the lawnmower and just cut the hedges? Because people give a shit about that, right? Like it's got to look perfectly square because if it doesn't look perfectly square, then Joan is going to be a real bitch about it. And she's going to make her dogs poop on my lawn. You know, but whatever. So, uh, seize it. That's dope. I'm going to do that. Uh, and then he trimmed his own hedges with a lawnmower. I, uh, am now terrified of that too. I'm terrified about poop out the wiener and I am terrified about, um, accidentally cutting off my parts with a freaking lawnmower. That's nuts. Oh my gosh. What the heck, man? That's, uh, that's, that's crazy. Um, okay. So we are on to, um, a very, very strange one. All right. So we're going to, we're going to make up a couple of names on this one too. Um, Mindy, which I'll forget within the first 30 sentences of this three sentences, one sentence, I'm forgot it already. Mindy, Mindy. Um, and Greg again, Fuck, Greg is weird. Greg's a fucking freak. You guys, <laughs> Greg gets around. It didn't work out with that first girl. Um, she just, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't hang. Um, with the, uh, with the garden gnome up the ass. But, um, in this one, he, you know, he got it. He left her. He kind of regretted a little bit, uh, met a girl, um, got into some pretty heavy drugs, you guys. And, uh, I guess whenever you do drugs, it just makes, makes the part not work. So Mindy's, Mindy's hanging out with a guy and man, they are just blown out on whatever the heck they've been doing. And, uh, she looks over at, uh, at Greg and she's like, Hey, Greg, should we take this back to the bedroom of the crack house? You know, light a couple candles, shoot up some heroin with, you know, by melting heroin on a spoon over the candle we just lit and uh, kick back. Maybe make this uh, make this a night for two, if you know what I mean. Um, maybe we can go, you know, have us a little bit of a party in the crack house bedroom. And they go and they hang out and man, it's going pretty good for uh for a few minutes and then greg realizes man i guess doing a bunch of drugs like that kind of makes your uh makes your uh makes your old boy not stand to attention kind of sets down a little bit kind of feels a little bit too good so there's no need to feel better you know what i mean uh and mindy's like man no i gotta get this i gotta get it right now it, i have never seen greg look more handsome in my fucking life look at him his eyes are rolling in the back of his head his veins are pure black 
He is skinny as a rail and sweaty all over. I have got to have this man right now. And she goes to the fucking garage, crack house garage, and she grabs uh, caulk, right? Like, uh, like the stuff you fix your fucking bathroom with. Like you put it around your toilet and you, you know, whatever the fuck you do with caulk. I mean, you can do anything with caulk, but don't do this. She wants to make that old boy stand at attention, puts the barrel of that son of a bitch inside of uh of the uh the the pp place and tries to fill it with caulk that way you know of course she's she's an engineer she knows it's going to be very difficult for you know this stuff to harden up but if it's in there you just it's just a matter of time you know filled that sucker up um they uh were obviously obviously about as high as they could possibly uh be whenever they got there um she did her best. I don't think she got laid. I don't think Greg ever got laid again. I don't know how you fix that problem. I'm not a urologist, obviously. That's not where my degree is uh, in uh, in medicine. It's in... Uh... Anyway, so uh, obviously what she ended up doing was, uh, you know, going home a little bit quiet. She had to leave Greg there. Greg, you know, he just... He just wanted to get his freak on too. But I mean, he was enjoying the heroin. I can imagine when he came out of that days and he was like, man, I could really use some crack and some heroin right now. But why does my dick look like this? Um, I don't know what that would look like, but obviously I, I think that that'd be like the worst gonorrhea on the fucking planet. You know? So anyway, I guess, uh, I guess she went home and, you know, cried about it, did some heroin and then, uh, wasn't so sad about it anymore anyway. All right. So we're going to move on to something that is a little bit scary. Um, these are all fucking scary. You guys, I'm, I'm not trying to make them all scary. They just are what they are. This is terrifying shit. Right. Um, but we're, uh, we're going to power through it. We're tough as hell. We're tough as hell. We, you know what? We're afraid, um, but we're not afraid to move on. You're not afraid to move on, right? You're going to keep listening. You're not going to stop. If you stop listening, then you're not going to know that there was a dude that had uh, some trouble sawing off a metal dick ring, right? You know, the ring, the cock ring holds onto it, keeps it stiff, that sort of thing. I know we're going a little risque here, but you know, again, it's explicit. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that it's okay if you say this sort of stuff, if it's a public service announcement, I'm trying to let you guys know. All right, just listen, don't, don't saw off your own cock ring. Go to the hospital, do that stuff, right? You know, this guy, he just didn't want to. He was like, man, uh, you know what? It's probably going to be fine. This thing's going to soften up and uh, I don't have to go in there. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little nappy poo. Um, had me a Sammy. I'm just going to, I'm going to sleepy. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to bed. Uh, and as soon as I wake up, I'm going to wake up in the morning. That thing's going to be boom, on the ground and I'm going to be feeling like sunshine and daisies. Uh, so he waited an entire day. Um, and then he went to the ER, uh, and they had to, uh, they had to, I mean, what, what do you do? That thing was basically swollen around the sucker. So now we got to cut this thing off. So they let him know. They said, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and we're going to saw this sucker off. No big deal. Okay. Um, and they did, they saved him. They, they, they saved, saved his weenie. That's great. That's great news to hear. I'm sure that he was never the same again. And I would guarantee that he'd never buy, you know, something like that and before trying it on, you know, 
There's no cockering dressing rooms, but there should be. Guys, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? You know, that's there needs to be a, a, a place to try them on. Try different things on. You know, like, do you mind if I borrow this butternut squash for a minute and see if it's going to cause an, you know, an awful vacuum inside of my vagina and then I'm going to have to go into the fucking hospital and then, you know, because it's too big and then they're going to be like, oh, shit, man, this is crazy. And then they're going to pull it out and they're going to charge me $10,000 and they're going to send that shit to fucking France for Napoleon did, you know, shall on. It's terrible. That's fucking awful. But if we had dressing rooms and then we wouldn't have to worry about this shit, right? I mean, fuck. That's bad enough out there, you know, having to order shit online and not know if it's actually going to fucking fit you. I mean, shit, because you've been sitting on your ass for fuck almost a year, almost a whole year um, because of, you know, COVID and shit. And then, you know, maybe you put on a couple pounds and somebody asks you and they're just like, hey, what's your size? And you're just like, fuck, man, I'm a little bit more than a medium. I'm kind of a large, you know, and then. You order a shirt offline, something that says, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Pluto. I'm not a planet either, you know, or whatever. And you think it's really cute. Your wife gets it for you and you're super fucking excited. And then you throw the thing on and you look like fucking baby Huey. And you're like, shit, dude, I guess I'm not a large. I guess I'm like a fucking 4XL now. And I love sandwiches. How did this happen? Anyway, kind of going off on a tangent there. So what have we learned today? You guys, um, pretty important that you have to try out your vegetables before you take them home. So uh, we're wanting dressing rooms for vegetables. Also, we want dressing rooms uh, for cock rings. That needs to happen or any other, you know, thing like that. Uh, also, don't don't go to a party. And if after the party you can't shit for two days um, and you smell Glade all the time, then bend over, press the button and pretend you're a fucking rocket ship. Make your wife laugh her ass off. It's probably the most hilarious thing she's ever going to see in her fucking life. Um, also, uh, I don't have any answer for you on uh, why this guy was pooping out of his dick. You're going to have to look that up yourself. Um, I can't I can't feed you everything, you guys. You're going to have to go out there and do some legwork. Um, but I guess the moral of that story is don't poop out your dick or vaginas. Don't No doo-dooing out of those holes. Those are bad. This whole episode is going to get fucking banned. I know <laughs> this, this is not going to fucking work. Uh, but guys, we're going to power through. We're going to do it. Just don't put stuff in your butt. If you like stuff in your butt, have a friend present and don't like, you know, fucking roll the dice on it. Don't be like, put it all on black and put that garden gnome up my ass. Like, you know, ease into it. Try and, you know, there's devices out there, purchasable things like, fucking butternut squash and cucumbers that you can just use for that instead of, you know, gosh, this whole episode is fucked. Anyway, also don't break your dick. Calm down whenever you're back there. Like I know. And she's telling you, she's like, man, I like it. My fucking boyfriend Roy used to just knock the bottom out of that shit. And you're like, man, I'm going to fucking do it just like that. And she's like, yeah, but you're two inches shorter than Roy. And you're probably going to slip out and break your fucking dick. And then the whole night's over and I'm not calling you back. I'm calling Roy, you know, cause that guy, he's, he's never gotten over this shit. And then you're like, man, this is fucking embarrassing. So don't do that. That's always a bad idea. Um, whenever you guys are cutting your grass, cut safe. Uh, do not lift your lawnmower off the grass. 
only cut your grass with the lawnmower. Don't do other bullshit. Like I've seen, I, we've seen like Mythbusters and crap. Where they're like, let's throw some crap in it and see what fucking happens. Or, you know, the slow-mo guys where they're like, this is going to be fun. Like you, you guys got to calm down with that shit. Like those are trained professionals, I guess. And they're, you're not supposed to do that stuff at home. You know, picking up your damn lawnmower. Like this will be easy. I'll just cut these hedges. Plop. No dick. Maybe they kept their dicks. I don't know. They could probably sew a dick back on. Uh, this guy, John Wayne Bobbitt from way back in the day, has wiener cut off and it worked, uh, I guess. Anyway. Uh, also, also, hey, so, like, you know how everybody on the planet does crack and heroin and stuff? You know how we all, we, everybody does it. Everybody. I don't think there's one per. I can't think of one person on the planet that has not done all those things recreational every single day for almost their entire lives. But it, when you're doing that practice responsibly or don't fucking do it at all. And definitely don't put caulk in your cock. Those are two very, very distinct differences, right? Caulk, cock, caulk, cock. They sound very similar. They are not. Okay. Do not put that in there. And I, I don't care how good Greg looks. And if somebody sees this fucking dude out there, Greg, Give him a hug. Greg's been through the fucking ringer, dude. That guy just wants to, he wants to go back to his life. It's sad. It's really sad. Anyway. Oh gosh. Again, guys, why, why are we covering so much ground? Why are we overachieving on all this stuff? This is amazing. We learned so much today and you guys listen so well. All, all you do is just listen and you just take notes. Probably fuck. I would. This is a great idea. I didn't know about don't put caulk in your cock. I just fucking assumed. Now they're going to have to put that on the side of the bottle. Um, but that's okay. It's going to make the bottles bigger. They'll hold more. That's awesome. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Good job, folks. We did it. We did it. Remember all these things. Please feel free to tune in next week. We got some really fun stuff. Um, not quite as blue.